It is Natasha and Khalil, and we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 62nd episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything that's important to us, to you, the world, and nothing is off the table. In this episode, we're talking all about something very deep, guys. We're talking all about whether all cultures respect themselves. But before we dive deep into this subject, I have a couple of questions for you. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, <laughs> Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, yep, Toby, and all the other platforms that we're on? If not, go to WokenFree.com, Toby says so, and uh, you will find all the different platforms that our show is on. Second, share an episode because Kitty also said to do so. And you could share it with friends and family. I think this will be a phenomenal episode to share. Then have you hollered at us on social media? If not, and you want to chat, you'll find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. And then lastly, we'd love reviews of the show. You can review us on Facebook. You can review us on any of the platforms that we're on. Just go to WokenFree.com. You'll find where the show's on and all of our different social media handles. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared favorite things that our cats do. This week, we're sharing what's one type of clothing we would never wear. I think Toby has something to say on the matter. He's quite frisky, this this one. But <laughs> <laughs> for me, I guess I would say something I would never wear is probably anything real fur, just because the there's like actual animals that go into making that, and that just seems really sad. But how about you? Um, my thing would be pink crepe pants. I can't even say it. <laughs> I know it's just That's how terrible. disturbed you are by them, right? Capri. Yeah. Well, I don't if I say the word then it might appear, so you on be your very behind. Careful. Yeah, excellent. I don't want to know. Those are the words. Are we doing an episode on manifestations of reality? Exactly. That's why I can't even say the words. <laughs> very smart. But those are that's the worst. Why Capri though? Why that cut of jean or pants? I believe it's a fashion faux pas, that's why. You're a hater right now. No, it and really is. I encourage is. you to be a creator. Because you know what it's like? It's kind of like, it, it's just a version of high water pants. Ouch, Galil. That's what it is. Ouch. And that, that there's a reason why I went out of style. There's and came reason. back in. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's ever going to be back in style after that one hit wonder that it did. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and you know I'm right, too. You don't see anybody wearing that no more. No, that's not true, but we will keep it moving. <laughs> so let's get to yeah, something exactly. a bit more deeper in, in substance and thought here, and that is how does a culture respect themselves? I would say it's easy. Don't portray yourself in media only in comedic roles. That's pretty that's much... That's what it comes down to? Yeah. <laughs> have less of a sense of humor. <laughs> well, if you have a sense of humor, you got to have more than that. you got to have a sense of action, too. You can't just gotcha. do, only do comedic roles. Like... If, if your if your culture is only doing like just funny stuff, I think that's an issue. You should be doing like uh, you know scientific things and things that are smart, not just always Diversity. making people laugh. You should gotcha. be doing like you can do documentaries and stuff. I mean, just do but something media, different. You think the biggest Action. issue is media? 
Yeah, I think that's where we really see the issue at a lot in media. I think that's where the biggest portrayal happens. I mean, we see it in, um, we see it on the news too. News, News, we'll see it in news because sometimes the newscasters, they go for those people who aren't quite, you know, that up to par with doing culturally correct things. (laughs) Being delivered or, and, or scripted by the the cultures that they're reporting on typically. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. They choose like the worst people. They're like, I'm going to always choose this person off the street (laughs) compared to that person who looks like they know what's happening. Like they, they do some funny things when they interview people. I think it's funny Mm -hmm. their choices sometimes. So I, I just think that do be less of a comedian and be more of a scientist is what I would say for cultures. Gotcha. So according to NIH, which you will find all research on wokenfree.com, culture is often described as the combination of a body of knowledge, a body of belief and a body of behavior. It involves a number of elements, including personal identification, language, thoughts, communications, actions, customs, beliefs, values, and institutions that are often specific to ethnic, racial, religious, geographic, or social groups. It's quite a definition. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And for the provider of health information or healthcare, these elements influence beliefs and belief systems surrounding health, healing, wellness, illness, disease, and delivery of health services. The concept of cultural cultural respect has a positive effect on patient care, it talks about, and, and kind of the interactions of uh, their health beliefs and, and other kinds of, uh, the, the definition wow. goes on and on. You talk about but, health. <laughs> yeah, but I think what, for me, I would say the biggest thing that I, that come, when it comes down to for cultural disrespect and respect is really about like the stance that the culture takes. So you either want to uplift yourselves or you don't. And when you don't, or you don't have a cultural stance on it, you see uh, mixed messages <laughs> in, in mixed, media. Really? Oh. You see people who are the Obamas, you see the Oprahs, you see Eva DuVernay, right? You see Issa Rae, you see people, Michael B. Jordan, you see people who are really taking a culture and taking it further and further each and every opportunity they get. And then you also will hear, you know, songs that suggest we should beep, uh, sleep, and uh, drink, right? Like where you have kind of mixed messaging (laughs) between people in an industry, people in different industries, but of the same race or culture and, and it becomes conflicting. And so maybe it's because there's not a common media representation. Maybe there's a lack of commonality amongst people in the culture. Whatever the reason is, uh, I think I would say I would definitely attribute media is one piece of it, but yeah. also education, right? When you aren't taught a history, a full perspective of your history, then it becomes needed? difficult. Well, it's difficult to understand the significance of things. Like we'll get it, we'll, we'll we'll get into it, but you know, even for derogatory terms, do people even know? Do modern day kids fully know the history? Because maybe it's easier to use a term that isn't proper if you don't know the history of it, right? Yeah, that's true. You make a good point. Then what are examples of a culture not respecting themselves? So definitely, I think, uh, I, I can speak at least, I'm not, I'm a part of being a woman. I'm, so I'm a f- part of the gender f- being female. I'm uh, born in America as a black person, so I can speak from the black perspective because I'm not a part of other cultures other than of Caribbean descent. And I would say 
the biggest issues in my community or our culture is the use of things like the n-word or using derogatory to other derogatory terms and or using like really negative stereotypes about amongst about black people amongst each other right not even just hearing it from other people but like you're so lazy you're a lazy this right or you only eat that like horrible horrible things that are said amongst people that share my narrative and i think that that is beyond disrespectful i think it's it's a flagrant cry for help (laughs) because if we as people and i mean people regardless of your race and culture if you cannot respect your community then you can never expect someone else to respect your community so when you look within the black community when you look with them within your gender or other intersectionality you have to say what are we doing and what what is the role that i play in uplifting my community and if we're not then do we not want to and then if we don't then don't get mad when someone calls you the n-word don't get mad (laughs) when someone uh denies you an opportunity because of racism or because of other uh, points of you know how you identify yourself because you either uplift or you don't but the problem is other cultures do this to themselves too like if you go yep. into each culture yep. all mm-hmm. of them have certain things that they say to each other that yep. are very derogatory and if any other culture said it that's going to piss that's them off yep. italians have it irish Every have culture it. <laughs> has bias they all have like derogatory terms yeah. yes they all have it but do do all cultures equally disrespect each other the same well, yeah, it's interesting because if you just if you go to music, you'll see that like the hip hop culture, one is more definitely over the other. Definitely yeah. says things that are derogatory towards the people which who started it. Black people yeah. saying it about against other black. Yeah, people. which is kind of interesting that it's all in our media because you don't get that in the other cultures. I don't like, hear you don't listen to rock and then you're hearing all no. these bad terms spit out specifically against no. the culture. When but I hear in hip hop, you Latin, do get that Spanish music. No, you don't get that. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I granted we don't speak Spanish fluently, so maybe in reggaeton i don't know if they say things like how we will speak to each other oh like papi chulo i don't know what that means yeah so uh but i don't you know i don't think it's the equivalent of n-word no no (laughs) very few words reach that status Mm -hmm. which is interesting how it's so pervasive in music Mm -hmm. as it is now and then and common day language like hey my boop you know and yeah just, yeah you can hear it on the subway too you hear and now people other people stuff and, who are not of african american descent are using it against us like, with each other it's it's become a pervasive like people level of people disrespect because it's like at what it's a very <laughs> interesting word what it's what mm-hmm. it, how it's like transformed to this day and mm-hmm. how people can use it and who shouldn't like it's that's it's a very interesting subject and why people have to continue to say it and feel that they've taken the power over it or whatever <laughs> very interesting guys that's what i say about that well okay that begs the question is is <laughs> there a historical reason for like for instance why people are using the n-word or or uh, essentially effectuating other forms of cultural disrespect disrespect is something that's definitely shown from our society and then our media and environment also having showing people disrespecting each other that's going to actually affect children and young adults mm-hmm. so i think that the culture of disrespecting ourselves it's built up over time but in general i mean just look at america our society if you go 153 years back slavery was actually legal and during those times, slaves were looked down upon. Like, of course they were. 
And this is when some of these disrespectful things of like uh, that came about, like mm-hmm. the N word and so forth. That's that's what it's rooted in. Like mm. if we really look back, that's where it started out. And oftentimes that people, the slaves are using it against each other. They weren't. It wasn't just the slave owners, but the slaves themselves. It was kind of like mm. ingrained as a way to like put down somebody. It wasn't. Mm. It wasn't just a word for them. It was definitely meant for abuse and to try to belittle somebody. Mm. So I think I think the remnants of that kind of like persist to this day of using that word. I know people could say it's used as endearment, but oftentimes they use it in, in disrespect as well or in anger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, you know, for me, I would say it's interesting. Uh, growing up, I definitely, my first experience actually with the N word, I think I've shared uh, with the Woken Free family was when I was six years old, I was living in uh, the outside diverse Manhattan. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I mean, I guess it's diverse it's a melting but there, pot. yeah. Yep. But you know, racism still is pervasive throughout that pot, and it spills quite over. And uh, I was called that by a piano teacher. I was six years old. I didn't even realize I was black, and I definitely had never heard that word before. But that was my my entree into my my blackness, my black identity. That's a very traumatic way to begin, and. Uh, since then, I don't think <laughs> that word and I have had good, uh, you know, uh, relations. I think it, I, it's interesting that you said that people use it in, in anger and stuff like that. Cause yeah, I would say that I've heard that word be used when people are angry or frustrated with someone of black descent and stuff like that. Even not of though. That's true. I've They'll heard it in it jovial people, yeah. kind of circumstances. It's a, it's a very complex word in fact there is actually an article by uh on tolerance.org a 2011 article where managing editor at the time sean price's interview with arizona state university professor neil lester he had taught twice courses on the at that school uh, at arizona state on the n-word which is pretty interesting and i i thought this part of the article was something to definitely talk about so in in the article it says you know, what were things that the students confessed to the professor when they were talking about the n-word and it's and the student said in their circle of white friends some are so comfortable with the n-word because they've grown up on and been nourished by hip-hop much of the commercial hip-hop culture by black males uses the n-word as a staple White youth, statistically the largest consumers of hip-hop, then feel that they can use the word amongst themselves with black and white peers. But then I hear in that same discussion that many of the black youths are indeed offended by whites using the N-word. And if blacks and whites are together with a white person who uses the word, many blacks are ready to fight. So this word (laughs) comes laden with these complicated and contradictory emotional responses to it. It's very confusing to folks on the outside, particularly when nobody has really talked about the history of the word in terms of American history, language, performance, and identity. And I think the real crux, as as you kind of mentioned, is the the irony, right? So something cannot be bad and good at the same time. It's either bad or it's good. And I think that the, the, the juxtaposed position that we as people of color take, it has to be 
we ban it or we use it. It's not, it's, you can't it's be clear. Yeah. So that's why other people are confused and, 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 and ambiv- like oblivious to the whole situation because we're not clear on where we stand with the word. Cause it's, <laughs> it's kind of messed up to be like, because you're of this race, yeah, that's this is offensive idiotic. because it, cause just think about it. Let's say you're in a room and the lights are off. Someone yells the N word yeah. lights come on. And there's there's a mixed group of people in there. Are you angry? Or are you happy? Like, exactly. what do you feel in that moment? Because you're like, oh wait, who said it? Like, yeah. are you really getting caught up you're on like, who oh, said I'm it? I'm endeared if that white. But like, oh, did you say it? Did you say, say it? it? But I'm very happy. Yeah, like it's so yeah, that, weird. That that if you can't be endeared if like uh, a black person said it, but then oh, a white Pissed person off, said it. Oh, um, now we gotta fight, ready man, to because. Yeah. I just say yeah, you gotta you gotta figure out what you want. Like yeah. if you don't want people to say it, then you need to stop saying it too, because yeah. it's just offensive to all. It can't just be offensive by some. Like that's just a and also that, it's just to me it just seems illogical that like we as people feel that we need to convert the word or take it back. Like we didn't create it, and we didn't create the institution of slavery. So I'm not sure why. I mean, I guess technically we did, but in America, <laughs> we didn't create the slavery that applied to our, the our ancestors here. Yeah. And so why are we trying to hold on to anything that's r- reminiscent of that time and that that like long history of torture and and torment? For our people. Yeah, we should just let that like, go. Like, just let it go and let just it like die like the rest of our slaves who died in that horrible time period. Like, let's let it go. Like, why are we holding on to this? There's no there's no need well, to you know convert what it, anything. It might be that. there must be a deeper meaning in it, meaning we maybe. truly haven't healed from it. Maybe. Maybe that's why maybe it that's what to, it is. Maybe why is it still it's a cry about? for help that it we're be, yeah. not we're not understanding how to move past this moment. And I get it because it really wasn't, I know everyone's like, oh, 400 years ago, but mm, there are people currently walking around today who can point to relatives who were slaves. I just, their, their grandmothers. Remember, like, That's slavery, <laughs> it was, slavery was just made illegal. It was only 153 years ago. So that's like three or Where it was actually illegal. Yeah. Where it was illegal. So just think about yeah, that. Yeah, so that's, that's like, not yeah, that so long that's ago. that's grandparents and great-grandparents. Yeah, that can, not that long ago. back to. And that's crazy. Like, yeah. that's really nuts, actually. So because it's so fresh, but maybe we need, I mean, hopefully, like, conversations like this help start this narrative for people. There's got to be, like, a big discussion where we just come to a conclusion. What are we, we going to keep continue this going? Or are we going to just say, you know what? It's an old word. It's kind of antiquated. Yeah. Maybe we'll just stop using it because it's not even cool. It's exactly. Like whatever. There's other antiquated words we've stopped saying and we don't just, talk the same way that we yeah. used to. I don't, we don't, we can let this one go, guys. But, like, but what <laughs> I say is just don't do the thing where I think um, Jesse Jackson and Reverend Al Sharpton wanted to ban the word. Don't go on those like terms. Because if you do that, people well, are going to go and they're going to rebel. Like, why are yeah. you saying I can't? No, just make it a thing where who cares? Like, we're not going to say it. We don't really care. We just anymore. take the stance that we're not interested in using the it's word like, against us this? or others. Not, it doesn't, you you can't ban, I mean, helpful. you can try to ban words, but it, the humans have a horrible habit of whenever not we're told, <laughs> no, it, all we want to do then is do that activity. So, What words are banned in the U.S.? You can't ban words. That's I, a well, thing. there are anti-Semitic words that are not like they're it's not, not banned though. It's not banned, but you will and you be can punished be said. for saying those words. You're saying that, but I guarantee you, some of those words were said on Family Guy. That's a whole <laughs> different episode. I am yeah. not biting into that apple filled of yeah. All, all I'm sorts saying is that there are no banned words. They're true, not in the U.S. Go to a different country, then yeah, you you could lose a finger for that. But in the U.S., there's technically no banned words. There's some words that if you say against certain people, yes, you'll get in trouble, but 
that's pretty much as far as you can go. All right. Well, would you? What are changes you would like to see when it comes to this conversation of cultural disrespect? Yeah, the main thing is don't say things that you don't want others to say about yourself. You know, that's uh-huh. <laughs> doesn't make sense to me. If you're offended when another culture makes the same remark as you, maybe you should think before you make that remark. Uh-huh. If they can't say it, why are you saying it? Like that's ouch. You can't say this. Only I could say it. Yep. <laughs> then they just say it's it. Idiotic. Then what? Yeah. And then now we're gonna. Completely what's gonna happen idiotic. now? Like now we gotta fight. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Time to rumble. Like we are in the U.S. Where is this not the land of the free? <laughs> Built off the backs of slaves. Well, <laughs> well are we working towards that? Uh, <laughs> I love that phrase. The land of the free. It's, For some people, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just irony. I don't know. It's, it's a great it's a great term. It's such a horrible depiction <laughs> of of how this country began because it it did not begin off of free will. <laughs> no, of all. no, definitely not. So it's uh, that's very interesting, but. I would say for me, the changes I want to see comes to this conversation we're having right now. And hopefully this sparks other people to have similar conversations. And let's have some articles. Let's have some public conversations, major conversations here where, you know, we're happy to chime in. Woken Free is ready to join that conversation, a bigger conversation of what do we want? Like, for instance, uh, I don't know if everyone remembers kind of the squabble that went down with, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? He's he came after Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, you're talking about. Um... Mm-hmm. What's his name? I forget what his name is. <laughs> That's sad. Cause no, he... you don't forget his name. Cat. Uh, yeah, Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Yes. So Cat Williams uh, had an incident recently where you guys can like look it up, and uh, <laughs> he was saying some very negative things about Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, which again. Black on black crime, <laughs> guys. Uh, why are we publicly defaming and saying other things about each other of the same community? Very unfortunate. It's because you didn't listen situation. to the black song by Buddy. Not sure what you're referring to. <laughs> but... look, look that one up, guys. A black empowerment song, Black by Buddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you'll you'll get some good feeling. Also, in you right read there. the autobiography of Malcolm X, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a lot. I'm just I'm just giving them three minutes of their life. Gotcha. I mean, once they're ready, they can step then up their game. they're ready to, to level up. <laughs> yeah, but just but, start off with a, a quick song. But, you know, the point was that, like, in this, like, Hot 97, extended Hot 97 interview with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish to kind of respond to Cat Williams' uh, negative uh, vitriol for them, uh, Kevin Hart really had a really interesting question posed, which is the one that I posed together. What do we want? Because he said, it's so ironic that like when he was coming up in the industry, he would constantly hear from the community that black people would complain that we didn't see enough of ourselves in media. We didn't see enough of ourselves succeeding in comedy. Da, 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 da. And then when you do have people like Kevin Hart, like Tiffany Haddish, who are winning, and we as people, human beings, but especially as people of color, should be celebrating their success, then we have someone like Hot Williams, who also has been very successful in his own right come after them and it's like well what do you want do you want people to succeed or do you not want people to succeed when people do succeed do you want to champion them or do you want to tear them down what do you want and and so when he said that and he said like listen black people what do you want i think that every culture needs to kind of come to terms with that what do you want <laughs> do you want 
to have unity or not. Because if it, if you don't want unity, then fine. We can be out here and we can be crazy. And when the aliens come, yeah, then when the aliens crabs come, then we barrel. can find a way to unite. And in the meantime, we will uh, attack ourselves over silly things like the color of our skin and how much we weigh and, and who's taller and who's wider and all this other stuff. But if we actually do want unity, if we actually do want some form of community, then we've got to set some ground rules for ourselves and, and work within these rules. Well, do you think it's possible to actually change cultural disrespect? If the intention is to, to change, if the, if people don't, you can do anything in this world, but you have to have the intention for it. So, uh, I think that one of the biggest things I would like to see, and I, and, and I, th I think with things like when we have productions like Black Panther and we have moments in history that unite a group and a group globally, right? Like the, for instance, Black Panther, that was a, that was a, an awakening in the black community globally, right? You could see people in Africa people in Europe, people all over America, truly brought to tears and excitement for for the idea that we could have a main, mainly black cast film have so much success and so much love you know then then we can when we when we come together we when we want to show out we show out <laughs> but you know do we want to actually eradicate things like discord amongst us over things like the n-word over colorism over uh homophobia islamophobia are do do people intend to actually eradicate these things i don't think so right now i don't i don't think humans want to i think people enjoy having boxes and having challenges because it allows people to perpetuate a victim a personality for themselves as well as also uh having something to just squabble over and and kind of not deal with their lives but deal with other things but what do you think are you sure? Maybe there's other issues that come to the forefront before those issues. I mean, there's institutionalized racism. There's like, there's a lot of factors that play a role. But I'm saying that. in terms of like humanity, there's other issues that we have at hand. So maybe these oh, things are thrown like, in the background, like poverty, like energy issues, like pollution, like water issues, like food. That's true. I'm but just those saying. Those are external this... factors. Don't you think like racism and cultural discord and disrespect? Those seem like internal issues. And when yeah. you're trying to heal, doesn't it make sense to work from the inside out? So like poverty and those are all external things. But like internally, how you feel about yeah, your race, how you feel about a community. You're, you're partially talking about mental like help as well. And we're yeah. not, mental health is not valued at all. So that's why that's thrown So again, what do we want? <laughs> that, could, that, that could be lumped into that. There could be mental issues that are going on that are allowing us yeah. to even feel this way. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we don't explore that enough. So that's why I think, well, I, I don't know. Really it seems though. like we try to attack the external stuff first. Like we, there, you hear a lot of talk about people being sick, you know, health. That's, that's a huge issue. Yep. All those other issues I think come up first. And now only now I would say now we're like dealing with kind of racism and people are being called out for racist things happening, but it's not really like, I don't see any kind of effort to combat it. Like to actually like, go on the offense. I think it's all like defense kind of stuff. I think people... Like, you know, like something will happen and it'll be like, oh, this happened because of race. Yeah. What should we do now to defend this? Instead of like, let's nip this in the bud and let's stop racism. There's never been a, a kind of attitude of that. 
There's never been any action be towards that. You would be facing institutions that you might not be capable of uh, conquering. <laughs> you know, there's a lot that goes behind how racism is effectuated in a place, in a country like America. So to say, hey, I'm going to tackle racism, that means you're coming after banking, you're coming after law, you're coming after politics. I but mean, there's racism funny in is, all our major institutions and media. Like, but what's so funny is, how can as, you conquer that? As an afterthought, <laughs> there are a couple of politicians that do mention racism as an afterthought. Like, we're going to mm-hmm. make sure all our citizens are treated fairly. Like, you know, they just, as an afterthought, Oh, yeah, because you want to placate the masses. Like, ah, yeah. we got you. We, yeah. We're thinking about you. We, do, we know you're, you're there. You're ultimately, <laughs> so it's, it's sad, hard. But, Politics is hard because they're, but first, it is hard, they're yeah. going for the vote and then they're going for the issues, right? And But first we need your vote. So one of the hardest thing in politics and it was I was just listening on the radio was just that the 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 problem is is like going on these like campaigns and raising the funds like yeah. th- it's kind of, there's people that who really do support the people and want to have our voices heard but the problem is is they don't have the funding and it's hard for mm. them to get the funding because yep. the people that want to back them aren't the voice of the people yep so i yep. think that's yep. a lot yep. of the issue too is the politicians mm. they need money to go on these campaigns and say hey please yeah. please elect me this is what i'm doing but we don't have like an even playing field. It's not like yeah. it's not like anybody who wants to be in politics and doesn't have the funding and the connections can do it. You need the connections and you need yep. the funding or else you're done. So I think that's an issue with politics it's too. A dirty, dirty you game, don't get guys. to hear the voice of the people. You just hear the voice of who's most funded. But like I said, for me, even <laughs> even if we took politics out of the picture, it's just like could we actually have diverse media? Could we have diverse media representation? Could we actually have stories that were not slanted? <laughs> against groups of people on an ongoing basis to create a yes, propaganda. What's great great and only now in this day and age, yes we finally can. Well, social because media, yeah. Social media, but even and nowadays anybody can start their own streaming service. Own, yeah. And they can start mm-hmm. their own video That's service true. and they can put up basically anything because the internet is still a little bit of a wild, wild west where yeah, you have freedom to do what you want. At least in America. I'm not speaking for everybody else. Yeah. At least here you can put up a website and you can say what you want on there. You know, you can go crazy. But is it going to have the same impact as well, the BEP, as New as York I know, Times, you, as there's certain the institutions that have already built that trust? Yeah. Because everything with building things, you're building trust, and that takes time. It doesn't build trust wasn't isn't built in a day. So it's yeah. all right. So just give it about three hundred years, and then <laughs> you know all these acceptable <laughs> phrases used throughout our music will just be blasé by that point. Blasé, blasé. That's what I say. So three hundred years, and you'll see. It. And I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll revisit this in three hundred years. Let's see what I think where you we're should, at. I think you should share a song about three hundred years from now. What does the world look like? <laughs> <laughs> and please include Blase in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just say, like I said, Woken Free Nation. We want to hear from you. We want to hear what your thoughts are. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Do you think it'll take less time? Uh, three hundred years sounds to me. Ugh horribly tragic uh, <laughs> but maybe whatever the time is as long as change is change is inevitable so for me i hope that it's more closer in my lifetime just because it hurt it hurt to 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 experience my, how my black narrative has been in this country it hurts and i would like that to be a better story for someone 5 10 20 30 years from now and the idea of it still hurting <laughs> For hundreds of years is heartbreaking, but let's see. Well, let's let's all encourage Khalil to share his thoughts in a new song. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. Yes, indeed.
Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what? So what? So what's the scenario? Scenario one: Geraldo and Geneva went to a small Texas bar, Los Mujeres Loca, for the happy hour special. After an hour, the bar owner asked them how they'd like the place in Spanish. Geraldo was not fluent in Spanish and took offense that the bar owner assumed he spoke it just based on his looks. Is this a form of disrespect or just miscommunication? Oh, interesting question. Uh, I believe it's firstly disrespectful. You cannot assume <laughs> someone speaks another language by looking at them. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, quite the presumption. And you know what people say about assumptions. It makes an ass out of you. So stop assuming. If you want to know if someone speaks Spanish, just simply ask them. <laughs> and secondly, is it a form of miscommunication? Uh, yes, but it's a disrespectful form of miscommunication because the the bar owner shouldn't have uh, approached him like that. Uh, you should just speak to him in English. Yeah, you should just you know it's it's. They're in Texas. I mean, that's not Mexico, so it's not like close to the border. See, si, but not everyone. Tu hablas español. Like, not everyone... If you're in El Paso, it. is that the second language that you have to know? You can't assume anything in life. You, It'd be the same thing as if we traveled to Africa and people assumed that wherever we went, say we went to Kenya, and that we spoke uh, one of the languages that are spoke there. Like, that's not appropriate. You have to ask people what like where do you hail from <laughs> like and what what is your best language that we can communicate it <laughs> and then communicate in that language you cannot just look and make judgment calls it's the same way how certain houses in this country will make declarations about people that's not true and deeply offensive not okay just because someone comes from an area doesn't make them a murderer doesn't make them a killer doesn't make them a criminal Dot, yeah. dot, dot. Yeah, the research doesn't show that. Survey says <laughs> no. That's yeah. what I'd say about that. Word. Scenario two. Maya was raised in the good old Bronx Boogie and down. has a very Bronx attitude. She often refers to her friends in what others would call a derogatory manner. While attending school, she called out to her friend using what most would find offensive, but is said in many current day rap songs. Her teacher overheard her and decided to send her to detention. Was the teacher right, or should she be allowed to call her friends by whatever term she chooses? Another interesting question. So, uh, I would say that whether she understands that what she's doing is wrong or right, I think that people need to understand that when you are in other people's houses, <laughs> you have to follow those people's rules. Unless Even a school? Yes, most definitely a school. That is a place of learning. This is supposed to be a safe haven for children. This is also supposed to be an environment of learning. And so she is being schooled on what is appropriate communication in that scenario, a.k.a. in life. <laughs> and calling out to someone in a derogatory term just because you're comfortable with it doesn't mean that your other people around you are going to be comfortable with that and you will be you'll have your business told to you so that is a le that's a lesson she does she's not going to like that lesson but that's a lesson that needs to be learned and so i i think the teacher was correct what do you think yeah i mean she needs to learn you can't just go speaking however you want anywhere yeah. you want there's you got to have you got to have some sort of respect for others around you as well because when she mm -hmm. says that 
the issue is you can like offend others who don't really want to be hearing mm-hmm. your your Bronx attitude come out. Like, let's keep it. What do you PC. mean by Bronx attitude, Kalil? What are you implying? Bronx is the boogie down, and they get they really you know. Are you effectuating disrespect right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying all people for the Bronx is a certain way, but there's a certain Bronx attitude that certain people from the Bronx please pick up. excuse him, <laughs> I think he needs to be schooled right now. Who's from the boogie down? Bronx who wants to school Khalil right now the Bronx attitude oh my goodness but no other boroughs have this that's what's funny only the Bronx has that the Bronx attitude yeah that that they're the only ones who have that no other there's no other people on the planet did you google this is this on Wikipedia I feel that it should be if it's not it should be you know I just have a oh I have a sixth sense maybe JLo can correct you (laughs) I said certain people I didn't say everybody I said that I, I didn't even give you a percentage. I'm not going to tell you the percent of people. There's that a lot do this. of successful people that come out of the boogie down Bronx. So. But the Bronx is a small area too, though. It's, it's a yeah, small place. Yeah, and it's produced a lot of really interesting uh, interesting people. The key word there is interesting. Yeah, so is Queens, guy. Oh. <laughs> so is Queens. Touche. Mm-hmm. Scenario three: Aziza tells Kwame that if you are part of a culture, there's nothing that you can say to offend the culture. She claims that you can only offend other cultures that you're not actually a part of. Is this true? Or should Kwame tell her he's offended by her notion that you can't offend people of the same culture? I mean, that's Aziza's belief. And, you know, everyone has the right to believe what they want. A lot of people believe this, though. Of course. So this is is essentially speaking to the idea of I've heard and I've shared with you as well that, like, some people are of the conclusion that if you are black, you cannot be racist (laughs) (laughs) because racism is done against a a power, a subordinate, subordinate power, a group of people and black people who are not in control in this country cannot then effectuate some type of power control over people who are over overcoming them. (laughs) But that is not, that's not true. <laughs> you can be racist and you can be biased and you can be prejudiced. And so it just depends on the the, the lineage of words or in, incantations that one is using against other people. But you can always be offensive. You can be offensive to people in your culture. You can be offensive to anyone because people can take offense from anything. So that's why technically that is not a true statement. And uh, again, this is another scenario where somebody needs to be schooled. And she will, she will, she would go around living her life and enough people will tell her her business. And then she will learn if she's willing to change her ways or if she wants to keep getting schooled. And hopefully that doesn't turn into a violent lesson. Some people get a little violent in their lessons. That's, that's the issue. Yeah. Let's Mm -hmm. not, let's not bring violence into this. It's America, baby. (laughs) Come on now. That's, that's, that's not, that's definitely not right. Don't make violence just because you get you're offended. Like, let's get it together. Didn't let's you like that words. movie? That what is it? The history of X or X? American history. Yeah, X? isn't that based on American like violence culture in this? Well, it's a history of violence in yeah. America and <laughs> pervasive to America's this day. America's very violent. It started very violently. <laughs> yeah, but we need to progress from that, and we got to learn that just because you're offended. Three hundred years, you said. Three hundred. Well, yeah, I said give it about three hundred years, and we'll revisit this topic, and we'll find out that America's finally grown from this idiocy of violence mm-hmm. oh i love that you said we'll revisit it so like our brains are going to go into the robot world right and then well i'm already uploading my mind to the hive i so don't know about so you you're in the cloud nice i'm no not yet but i'm getting there 
so I'm going to put you in there too, and we can discuss this with the Woken Free Nation, the later generations. Ago. I love this, yep. I want them, yeah, because then we'll know what happened. We can revisit the topic finally, and it'll be a lot different no 300 years from Matrix now. No more Matrix for you, sir. <laughs> no more. You're acting right. too crazy. Or you're not... watching that trans, was it, Transcendent movie with uh, Johnny Depp? Hey, don't, don't do any spoiler alerts though or anything. People can see uh. Transcendence. I don't, I don't know. Is that a spoiler if that's the theme of the I mean, I they know. showed the in the trailer. Oh, okay. I guess <laughs> They it's showed fine, him then. going into the computers, yeah. and he was like, all right. So I guess that's fine to say, yeah. But that, that's... That's what... about all that I've seen of it, so yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the film. Oh, 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 lady. You should have seen it. Oh, lady. Yeah. Oh, lady. But I had to bring this up because we didn't touch on this in the episode, but a lot of people in this country feel that we're too easily offended, so I just have to bring that up. As people or black people? Just in general, oh. that, that that liberals are very offended. They just get super offended by stuff. I think, especially liberals are. are I think are that comment is usually thrown out when someone is trying to avoid having an emotional conversation around terms or concepts that they are uncomfortable with. Because even if quote unquote that is true, people are entitled to feel what they feel, and so you deal with it and you talk it out and and learn and explore. Maybe people are sensitive. But what if somebody's sensitive. offended by you wearing like a fluffy sweater? Like that, I mean, is it made on. out of animals? I mean, is it like it has a unicorn on, it and they're like, that doesn't exist, and it makes me very anxious when I see things that don't exist. Like people have these things that they. I'm just giving an example, but I'm saying I understand. sometimes yeah. people are offended by things where it's like, come on, I'm just trying to live. So or, again, it's just a joke. What is our stance on offense? Are people not entitled to be offended at what they want to be offended or not? No, of course not. Oh, so you so you limit how we as people can be offended yeah we're gonna have to you understand how that sentence sounds but but think of it in practice because i just told you an example so you want people that going around like being thing. offended by what no, people but no, wear no, no, but listen because <laughs> your clothes work, offend me work out the so work out that scenario so yeah. okay i'm wearing the fluffy hoodie with the unicorn unicorn and someone is offended and I'm going to continue on with my life. You can, you're, oh, okay, that's you're fine, quite then, yeah. entitled no, as to long be as you offended, can continue. Oh, okay, good. but I'm going to go and live my well, life that, well, and no. buy a unicorn hoodie. Well, that's, and like, that's the key. As long as you're okay to still do your stuff, oh, then it's fine. Oh, no. So what people misunderstand is yeah, that see, just that's because you're say. offending someone does not mean you need to cur- curtail your life. Yeah, because see? you can never make everyone happy. That's a premise of life, guys. If you don't know this, you cannot make everyone happy because someone will be offended and someone will be hurt that is their i mean you can pray for them you can absolutely somebody pretty easily you can offend by breathing i mean i don't i don't know what to tell you (laughs) like because sometimes your fashion offends people like i said absolutely they said oh how dare they wear that and then you said good it's after labor day are you kidding me you know what it comes down to creator hate right like stop being a hater guys like you need to live your life and and you can if you want to be offended be offended but people are entitled to live their lives but some it's stuff different is... when you're offending and then when you're harming or when you're actively trying to disrespect you know things like well, that yeah see there's, then it's a deeper there's conversation other things where people are actually trying to go yeah. out of their way to hurt the other you know but when when someone is like or being stereo or making like stereotypical yeah, when you're comments, denying people a job opportunity what like about that's even the right beyond. to vote what about stopping exactly. them from getting to the polls exactly hey guys hope you voted awesome 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 make sure you uh you make sure you voted your voice as they say right that i hope your whole... voices were heard That's yes all for we can sure <laughs> but you know no offense living people have also need to learn to live with offense so 
I mean, I would feel sorry for that person who's anxious, but I'm sorry. I love, <laughs> I love unicorn. So it's got to be. It out, it's right? got to be. I mean, so you, so you at least agree. There's certain things where just because somebody's offended, they just gotta, they're gonna have to suck it up and figure it listen, out. There's some people who are offended by like Mrs. Doubtfire, right? So people can be offended by anything. How dark a room is what color nail polish you're wearing, how you d d styled your hair. Halloween. Which, yeah, exactly. Holidays. I mean, there's there's a, a million and a billion and a trillion reasons why someone could be offended. So w you can live your life and you can live the Woken Freeway and that's about all you can do. <laughs> so we are at that time again. It is coming to the end of our 62nd episode of Woke and Free. Mm, mm, mm. Nice. This was quite the episode talking all about cultures and how they respect themselves. And I ask the question each and every time, will I leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be talking about what are phrases everyone should know. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic or an upcoming episode and share how you feel on our Contact Us page. That's going to be at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. And if you want to hit us up on social media just to chat or get to know us more, you can easily find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Just go to WokenFree.com. All our social media handles are there, guys. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.